Hey, lovelies, 2020 has been showing out and unveiling and recovering almost everything. We the people are sick of the injustices and are demanding change. We are patronizing Black businesses, cleaning out our neighborhoods, and dismantling the myth that Black people cannot work together. On the flip side, this has been a very emotionally draining endeavor as we have watched so many of our people suffer and die at the hands of those that were trained to protect the people. With all this going on, I was blessed to have come across this podcaster and future entrepreneur, Shala Evans. But before I delve into this topic, I want to reintroduce you to the BYOK YouTube page. This month, I am looking to grow this platform to 100 subscribers, and I am looking for your help to make it happen. The link to the BYOK YouTube channel is found in the description box, and I thank you in advance for your support. And to view all the new content, you are welcome to visit BeYourOwnKind.com. Also, every Friday, I stream live on Facebook and YouTube at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And I welcome you and your input to join the party. Stay wonderful, lovelies. And thanks once again for your continued support. Let's be honest. There is nothing more empowering than a dope hair day. Us natural hair gals know that a great hair day is a hit and miss. We moisturize, we moisturize some more, only for our hair to dry and shrivel up by the end of the day. But what if I told you there is a natural product out here eliminating dry scalp and bad hair days? Yep, uh-huh, it's true. Rise Design hair and skin products are made with natural ingredients that promote hair and skin hydration. Not only does it hydrate, but it helps to maintain those curls long after your hair has dried. All of Rise Design's natural products can be found on risedesign.com. Rise Design has a plethora of hydrating products to combat the dry scalp and hair. So indulge today and try the product for yourself and receive a 10% discount when using the code Renita10. And don't forget to thank me when your hair is popping day after day. So back to the story. I was having an eh day and Shala sends me a message on Instagram commenting on the last episode. This compliment transitioned into an insightful conversation and later transformed into a podcast episode. She came up with the idea of both of us constructing 10 questions apiece for each other on the topic of womanhood. And baby, she hit me with some heavy hitters. She is 18, but is wise beyond her years. And you must check her out on her podcast, Pioneers A New Gen. I have also provided a link to her podcast in the description box. Now let's get to this dope interview. Hi, Shala. How are you doing today? Great. How are you? Doing great. Thank you so much for being um, on the Be Your Own Kind podcast today. Oh, thank you. Like, you don't even understand. I'm so freaking excited to be here and I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited too. Do you mind telling every um telling everybody about a little bit about yourself? Uh, I'm Shala. I'm 18. I am in school for cosmetology right now, and I uh, work from home with a beauty brand. So we got a lot of things going on, not including podcasting. So yeah. Okay, okay, you got a lot going on, and I know you're going to school too, right? Mm-hmm. What is your major? Uh, I'm doing cosmetology right now. So as soon as that is done, then I'll be moving to estheticians and nail tech, barber. I'm trying to do it all. So I see. I see. You're going to own your own shop too. 
Yeah, I do want to own my own shop, and my dream is big. I want it to be a mega beauty center. So you got physical therapy, chiropractic, nails, esthetician, spa, hair, like all of it in one house. Oh, wow, wow. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> you know, when you open, I'm going to come your way. <laughs> yeah, no. So this this was actually your idea. Um, we were just a, a quick background. We were just chatting on Instagram randomly. And um, and Charlotte thought it was a great idea for us to, to talk about womanhood today. So uh, what we've done is we have um, conjured up 10 questions um, for for each of us. And what we're going to do is just go back and forth with those questions. So, Shali, you want to go first? Yes. Okay. What is the best part about being a woman? Oh, man. I would say adaptability. Like, we can adapt to anything. To, to any situation you know um i think we're we're quick on our toes although we we have that emotional side about us i think that some that if the emotions are channeled correctly we we're quick thinkers we are problem solvers and because of the ability to problem solve so quickly i feel like that helps us to easily adapt to whatever comes our way to whatever circumstance or any situation that we might be facing at that moment Right, and then we'll be laying in bed like, oh, how did I get through that? Like, oh, okay, it's over. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, my question for you is, how do you define womanhood? Hmm. I really don't know how to define womanhood. Like, it's because for me, it's brand new. Like I said, I'm 18. So, it's like, I'm just now stepping into it. So, it's like, each day more and more I'm getting more confident and getting more okay with showing my woman side and being a woman but as defining what it is I honestly have no clue like I'm nowhere near being able to under even understand what it is yet mm, okay so right now you just do you have an idea of it or you're just going to experience it as it comes I, I genuinely don't know what I do know the one thing that I can say for sure is I am, if I ever veer off the path, I have several women who will not hesitate to put me back on the path. So, but as far as knowing if I'm doing it right or if I'm what it is or anything like that, I do have no clue. I'm just feeling my way around trying to make sure I'm like, is, is this what it is? No, it's not okay. I think this is what it is. No, it's not. Like literally just feeling my way through. So. Okay, well, my, my second question, um, I don't know <laughs> if this will help, but it says some would argue that womanhood is beyond biology. Would you agree with that? I do agree with that much um, because for us as women, something that, not saying that men don't do it, but for us as women, we talk to each other way more than men do. So even like us, how we can be completely strangers, we, are, we talk a lot. So with that being said, there is so much wisdom passed down that isn't always through your family tree or through your women or, or the women in your family that you're still gathering. 
So mm-hmm. it is most definitely something that is defined way beyond biology. There is a sisterhood that is completely blown out of the water. Like you don't even have to be my biological sister for us to connect. You don't even have to be in my biology, my biologist, my biological mom for us to connect because it is just something that we genuinely like. As a woman who has fully embraced her womanhood, when she connects to other women, she sparks other women. And a lot of times it is not through any um, biological means. So most definitely beyond biology. There are connections that we can't even comprehend that we just flow and operate in. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right, because I find that it's so easy to to uh, you could just go to a party with and be at a table with with total strangers. And next thing you know, you guys are sharing experiences and and um, advice with each other. And then after after I come from like such events like that, I feel so empowered. You know, because we're just we're just swapping wisdom back and forth. So you're right. We do have that ability with one another. Who do you look up to that inspires you? Who I would have to say anyone that's in there, that's twenty years older than me. Um, but to name um, four pivotal women. Um, number number one, my mom. Um, I've learned from her strength um, and perseverance. And um, second, I would have to say is my my godmother. Um, she's she comes from a place of honesty and she's genuine so I've learned I look up you know look up to her for things of that sort um third I'd have to say my pastor um she she's a pillar of faith and she brought me to my faith you know um in God so she introduced God to me which is very very important um and then I would have to say my auntie um she taught me the importance of finances budgeting things of that sort so those four right there yeah those those are my uh what do you I don't know what you call them um I don't know they inspire me (laughs) okay um what are some gender microaggressions you experience on the daily um the main one that I've been experiencing a lot is that I need to be taken care of as, as a woman. And that is something that I have never come across because for me, my dad has always raised us to be independent, but not in a way that we don't need a man, but that it's not mandatory that we have one, that we have our own job. We are confident in ourselves. We know our worth. So as of late, quite a few guys have been approaching me and they're like, I just want to take care of you. And I'm like, I don't understand why. Like, I can take care of myself. Like, how are you adding to my mindset? How are you adding to my faith? How are you trying to add to my business? Because I'm about my money. Like, how are you you helping me get my life together? I don't need you to take care of me. I need you to be there to help me grow, not take care of me. I don't need another dad. I have a dad. So that is something genuinely, like, I've never come across ever in my life until this moment like left and right left and right i'm like i'm I'm good i'm not i don't have daddy issues thank you like (laughs) i'm so good and I don't know if men know how to approach a woman such as that because that so many so when so many women do have daddy issues so they know how to approach that that's pretty easy they know what buttons to push where to poke but then you approach someone like you and you're like yeah I don't have that boy you know I need you to add yeah the funny thing about that though is like 
It's because a lot of um, girls my age do have daddy issues, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I, I know this, not just because of what's being shown on social media, but because of the girls that I'm currently in school with, girls I was in high school with, girls I was in middle school with, even in elementary with. So looking at them and genuinely see from the start of your life till now, you still don't have a dad. So right. the guys that you get with, they do play that daddy figure in your life because you've never had a dad. And I'm fortunate enough to say, I don't have those issues. So right. when you do approach me, it's like, if you got to come correct, because not only does mom over here spin game, dad over here spin game too. So if you don't come, you got to come correct. Because if you don't, you will get shut down because I, I don't have time to wait. Like right. I'm young and I'm trying to build my empire. I'm trying to get my degree. I'm trying to do a bunch of things. So unless you're going to help me add to all of that, you're a distraction. So you got to go. Like, right. you know, do not have time to wait. I love that. <laughs> I love that you're learning that at a young age. I'm loving yeah. that. I'm loving that. And that's why I thank God for my parents so much because I genuinely like, and it's, it's not them, but I've seen countless adults that I've come across who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and they're still trying to get their life together. And I'm like, thank you guys so much for telling me all this at a young age. So I don't got to be that when I know this. <laughs> that's a blessing. <laughs> Most definitely. What is one thing about being a woman that you couldn't be taught? Hmm. Now that's a good one, and I've been thinking on that for a while. <laughs> huh. One thing that I couldn't, you know, to actually be a woman. So you have these ideas. You have what you know your your mom, your aunties, whatever say how you should be as a as a woman, as a wife, etc. You know, but like you said um, earlier, it's all about the experience. You know, people can tell you what womanhood is and people can tell you how to be a woman and how to conduct yourself, this and that. But it comes from just knowing what type of woman you want to be first. And no one can teach you how to be you specifically. They can give you ideas of how you should be and how you should grow. But no one can <laughs> define you and what your personal definition of womanhood. So, yeah. And the thing about that is, a lot of times you don't even know who you are. So you exactly. Who you are on top of trying to figure out how to be a woman, like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So that that's the whole point of just following your lane. You know, it's, it's advice is always good. Input is always good, and it's good to add it. You know, spit. You know what did they say? Uh, spit out the bones and swallow the meat. Whatever it goes, I'm never good with euphemisms. But um, <laughs> you know, but really, when it's about you, you make that final choice. You know, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, what is your superpower? <laughs> My superpower, I have two, and they kind of go into each other. So my first one is love. I love to love on people. You can ask my mom, you can ask my dad. I'm super affectionate, and I love to love on people. In that, I also love to call out things in people. So I'm one of those people, everyone else can be your friend for years, and I'm that one person who knows that you need to start that business because I've been watching you, and I see that you have a business mind. Or I'm that person that you have a talent and you can draw or you can sing and everyone else is sleeping on you but I'm like you genuinely this is something that you need to do so I love to call out 
traits and talents for, for people. Like I hate seeing wasted opportunity, wasted potential. And I, I, I will immediately call out potential on anyone. And that genuinely, it, it goes back to loving people because I love to love on people so much. And because being in this day and age, we know that love is something that desperately is needed on all fronts. That yeah. I, it is, I genuinely try my hardest to love on any and everybody. And if, you, if I see any potential in you, I will not hesitate to call it out. That's dope. <laughs> I try, I try. <laughs> <laughs> What is one thing that, wait, I just asked that question, didn't I? Is your dad in your life, and how has that affected your womanhood? My dad is in my life, um, and it set the blueprint of the type of man that I want. Um, it helped me set the standards of things that I would tolerate and that I, you know, vice versa. Um, just like, just like you, I don't, I didn't have that void. I, I had that guy in my life. To be honest with you, I have like uh, two stepdads on top of my dad. So I had male figures <laughs> in my life and I've learned from all three of them, you know, what, what to take and what not to take. And even through their mistakes, they they all have been um they've all shown humility enough to say hey don't do that don't accept that even though i've done it i don't want you as a woman to accept that so um yeah <laughs> i i most definitely agree with that so my dad all of my uncles i've had several pastors all of them like and i've been one of those fortunate enough to wear just about, not every church, but just about every church that I've ever gone to, I've had the ability to be close with the pastor. So having not just my biological dad and all my biological uncles, but to have that spiritual father as well. So I will definitely agree with that. Yeah. I didn't even think about uncles. I do have uncles too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what advice would you give women that are having difficulties igniting their superpower? First, in this order to trust to love and to believe in yourself mm. if you don't trust yourself you're not going to have a, a good you're not going to have an easy time loving yourself and if you don't love yourself you're not going to have an easy time believing in yourself so mm. in that order you need to learn to trust yourself to love yourself and then believe yourself believe yourself that's the first thing and then second to make sure your friend group is one that is helping you ignite just like I said, how I like to call potential out of people, make sure mm -hmm. they're there to be like, oh no, boo, you, you are better than this. Like, you need to come on. Like, what do I need to do? How do I need to help you? Do I need to invest in you? Do I need to spend time with you? Do I need to call you every day? What's your friend group look like? Mm -hmm. Because already having problems with yourself, and then you add on a bunch of other people with a bunch of other personalities and emotions that are not trying to help you, then you, there's no way that you're going to be able to ignite that superpower. You won't you won't even be able to find it because not only are you buried underneath yourself, you're buried underneath them. So right. you all have it together. But if you are genuinely trying, you you need to find that that group of people to be like, okay, I've been there, I've done that. So what do you need me to do to help you get from this? Right, so so to speak, iron sharpen iron. We, yeah, we grow from each other. I like that. Myself. So, what makes you feel the most feminine? Oh, I, I don't know. Like clothes, I really love dresses. <laughs> like I'm, I'm traditional fem. Like the, the dresses and the skirts, and I'm not a heel girl, but the cute little flats. <laughs> I just love to look good. 
you know like i love it um just going outside just dressing up going to the grocery store my family has this going joke like where are you going like you dress up to go nowhere but it makes me feel good like it makes me well, feel okay, good. But they can talk about you all they want but when you find your husband in the third aisle grocery store they go with they were dressing up so. right and that's another thing because i'm married and they're like well what who are you who are you look? I'm looking good for me. <laughs> be one of those people. I want my husband to just walk in the grocery store and be like, oh, who is she? Even though we already married. Yeah, exactly. I want him to go to the alley. Like, oh, she look good. All oh, right, I already have her. <laughs> I want him to feel good about his decision. <laughs> Next question. If you could spend a day with any influential woman figure, dead or alive, who would it be? I struggle with this one. I was on this question for forever. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I like to take inspiration from a bunch of different people, but um, two people. The first one is Deborah from the Bible. For mm. her to be one of the first women leaders, and not only that, for her to be a prophet, because in those days, women prophets, was that was not a big thing. So right. for her two things that really go against gender roles of her time, that is something that I genuinely, I would love to spend the day with her and to, to see how she leads, to see how close she is with God. Um, Priscilla Shire is another one. This woman teaches prayer like nobody's business. So I really, I would love to just sit up under her and just, just to hear her pray because she genuinely, her, her words are phenomenal and it blows me away every time I hear the woman speak. But her prayer life most definitely is something that I genuinely, I'm like, I want to be like that when I grow up, like, for real, for real. Nice. I have to look her up. I've never heard of her. Ooh, you think you'll get your prayer life right? Ooh, she she she's gonna pick it all the way. <laughs> okay, I gotta check her out. <laughs> what makes you feel the sexiest? Hmm. In my intelligence, when I can figure something out, me. <laughs> it makes me feel. I don't know. Warm inside. I don't know. Like it just makes me feel like. Yes, like I'm I'm naturally attracted to intelligence anyway. So when I, you know, I get a light bulb and I figure some stuff out and or I've got an idea and it actually coming to fruition from my hard work, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I feel phenomenal. I feel mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like, yes, you did that. <laughs> Um, name one, name one thing older women could learn from younger women. So this one, um, for all of the older women that I've seen or encountered in my life, a lot of them need to learn how to heal because Mm -hmm. a lot of them are anywhere from 45 older and they've been through several marriages, several relationships, baby daddy after baby daddy, and they're very bitter and they're very angry. And it it is something that I'm like, you are older, but there's still so much life to live. 
but you're not missing it because you haven't healed. You haven't found someone else because you still haven't healed from so-and-so person when you were 20. And like I said, it's not all women, but the ones that I've encountered, most of the ones that I've encountered in my life are very angry and very bitter. So healing most definitely. And also embracing the unknown because even my grandma, when I moved to Washington, she flipped a wig. She was like, why are you going so far? <laughs> she was so scared. She was three times more scared than I was. And I'm the one who was leaving home, going to somewhere where I have no family, but she was so scared. Mm. And I had to tell her, I was like, but this is my journey. This is my new thing. And yes, I'm just scared. I'm, I'm just, I'm scared. I'm going to say that. I'm, yes, I'm scared. But it, it's something that I need to do. Right. So I'm going to take my boldness and I'm going to go and I'm going to walk it out. And it is something that I really want a lot of older women to do step out wear a new lipstick color that you ain't never wear before do your hair in a different style like go eat somewhere that you've never eaten before try out a new recipe like do something new try to be be different you don't always have to do the same thing and be in a routine that doesn't mean throw your routine out the window but every now and then be a little sporadic be a little crazy like that is something that i want to see a lot of older women embrace because once they do start to embrace that i feel like they'll be more open to telling us younger ones more about themselves and sharing their wisdom and that's my whole thing i, I from any older person not just woman but any older person in my life i want to read as much as possible yes mistakes y'all made just tell me so i don't make them <laughs> that's all i need you to do for me please and that's why it's within itself for someone to be able to tell you something um, that's I think that's another thing with um, people um, older and in my in my age range as well. Like, you know, we we've been there, done that. But no, you haven't been there and did all of that. And I sometimes learn some valuable lessons from people younger than me, because when you're young, you still have that spark. You're not you're not hit with that bitterness yet. Life hasn't really, you know, knocked you down like, I, you know, because some some people just go through some hard times growing up. And they lose that spark, you know, and a younger person reminds you, hey, it's still in there, you know? So, yeah, I love what you said. Yeah. Thanks for the advice. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most tragic moment in your life and how has that affected slash shaped your womanhood? Hmm. Tragic, tragic, tragic. You know... I always pinpoint to, to school, but I was trying to think outside of that. Um, I would just have to say just loss, losses in my life. Like, um, but that's just, I feel like that's a part of life. So I also didn't want to use that either. Um, I don't, I think I had a hard time with tragic because anything um, unfortunate that has happened in my life I try to turn it into a lesson um, but um, I'm still stomped and you just asked me this and I thought I had something uh, <laughs> um, I, I've been on a murder trial before um, and it scared me to death because it was a person's life in my hand I'm on trial um, what made that tragic is, I swear to you, the Holy Spirit told me not to take this trip at all. And I went and did it anyway. Um, and it was a lot of um, eye-opening things that had happened to me. Um, where this person who ended up 
um getting getting killed or whatever he he had a lot of demons and stuff going inside him and i swear to you i saw like you would look in his eyes and see it and then like the next day he ended up um pretty much getting killed or whatever um and my friend um they pinned it on him so me and my friends had to actually go on trial to pretty much stop him from spending the rest of his life in jail for something that you know he didn't do um how I came from that, that that just took a lot of prayer because I probably I probably was the most scared in my life at that point in that moment. Um, but it showed me how strong that I also can be in the midst of um, adversity, you know, um, just because I I was scared. But I, like you just said, I, I did it. Um, I tried to avoid that trial as much as possible, but this the government and they found me. Um, <laughs> and so I went up there and. And um, you would have thought I was strong, but I was shaking the entire time, the entire time. Um, but the the <laughs> the light at the end of the tunnel is um, he didn't serve time for that. Um, so it, it was a victory in that. But it also showed me that how strong I was. So, yeah, I'll use that. That was that was a tragic moment. <laughs> I found one. <laughs> Oh, it's my turn. Um, what's the most phenomenal thing about being a woman? The community, like I said earlier, the community hands down. Because at any, no matter where I am, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, even like I said, I'm working from home now, but the community of women that are working with me is incredible. Like it is phenomenal to judge. I could be in the grocery store and start talking to a woman and before I know it, like we best friends. Like mm-hmm. it is, the community is amazing. We we as women, we do, unless, and like I said, unless you're just bitter and more closed off or something like that, we as women, we do not mind connecting with people. And I love that so much. Yeah. I love being able to just reach out on Instagram or Facebook or even my mom. Now I'm older just having that community of women that surround me and cover me uplift me help me grow my mindset help me grow my business help me help me grow in every aspect of my life I love the community of, of women it is amazing like I wish somebody would have told me about this when I was young because I would have got my crap together before but anyway yeah. <laughs> but that's what life is about learning right it's about learning Where were you when you fully embraced who you were or who you are, rather, as a woman? Hmm. I want to say, why didn't I choose this for the tragic? Um, when I was diagnosed with depression. I forgot about that one. <laughs> um, I, um, I had a long story short, I had a nervous breakdown. And um, I was, um, my, a friend told my job about it and they end up putting me in outpatient against my will but I'm glad that I went um that is the moment when I realized how much how much my decisions were um predicated on other people's decisions and what they wanted for me in my life um that is the moment where I actually started to heal from things that happened in my childhood and so forth or whatever um yeah I feel like that that yeah (laughs) 
you know that that's that's when I really started being acquainted with myself because what I love about you is you're 18 and you're finding out who you are and you're getting a better understanding of of who you are and I coasted through life for a really long time not trying to please everybody else and trying to get acquainted with everybody else but missing me and after so many years of that you look in the mirror and you're just like who is this person you know so I was acquainted with me just as far as knowing my favorite color what I like to eat simple things that you should know about yourself right you know it was almost like what you were saying community I'm at the store and I ran into me and was like you know what what is your favorite color like I ran into me that's perfect I ran into me and I started to get to know me and I feel like that that was that moment don't make me promise. <laughs> Don't cry, cause then I'll cry. <laughs> no promises. I'm gonna try. <laughs> you, you, you hitting deep with the questions. That good though. <laughs> uh, what is the best advice you received from a woman? Um, I my mom. She never verbally said this, but watching her do it, and it's her defining her own womanhood. And that is something that she has always showed me and my sisters. You do not let anyone dictate who you are as a person, as a woman, as a business owner, as a student. You make who you are. Whatever cap you're wearing, you tell you who you are. And that's how you behave. That's how you act. And watching her literally going through a divorce with three little ones all in elementary and she's a full-time student like watching her literally kill it not including her working two jobs and wow. just blowing all of that out of the water so that is something that she has never verbally had to say out from the time i will never forget from the time that i was young till now or younger till now watching her literally define who she is as a woman and let no man come in. Even her telling me now, like I said, now that I'm older, we're, we're much closer. But even her telling me now, like, how past relationships have went and how men have treated her. But she's made sure that now that we're older, that we're seeing her put herself first, put us first. Making sure that we know that our womanhood and who we are as a person is defined by no one but us. So that is something that I, that is the best advice she has ever given me that she's never verbally said that's dope yes actions is louder than words anyway oh yes most definitely <laughs> and, and that's something that um I wish a lot of I'm not gonna say parents but a lot of young parents parents my age a lot of uh teenagers or in your mid-20s I, I really want them to understand that because that's something that I was telling my parents we see more than we say so there's things that you, that you don't think that we're watching, but we really are. And that's coming from the perspective of the child. So be mindful about what you're doing and what you're saying in your household because your child is really partaking of that. Just because they may act like they're oblivious and they're playing with toys, they really are taking it way more than you think they are. And like I said, that's coming from the child because there's things that my parents have done and said that they didn't even know that I was aware of. And then comes out years later, I was like, oh yeah, I didn't know about that. They're like, what do you mean? I was like, just because I didn't say anything doesn't mean I didn't know. It's, I just chose not to say anything because I know that's something that y'all didn't want to talk about. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk about it. Like, But I was never, I was never oblivious. I just acted like I was oblivious. So most definitely, parents, please. Be on the watch out. Your kids know where you think they do. You're right. <laughs> they really do. 
Um, what do you wish was told or taught to you about being a woman? That is not wrapped around a man, being with oh, a man. I feel like I spent a lot of my, no, I didn't, I don't feel like. I spent majority of my single life looking to be paired with someone. And then when I ended up being married, once again, wrapped around someone else, not into me, I'm like, man, those single years are the years that you be acquainted with yourself. You don't, you don't look for a mate to complete you or to make you happy. You look for a mate to add to your happiness. Not never to complete you though, just to add to your happiness and add to your life. But single life is when you travel, when you, what you're doing, school, business, whatever you want to do, you know, elevating your mind, evolving spiritually. That is your you time. That is your you time. Because when you do find that mate and you do get married, now you got to split time. So if you didn't utilize your single time doing that, now you got to split when to spend time with you and then to spend time. You know, you got to split your time. So I really, I really wish I was taught to take those single years and just make them about me and not looking for someone because that person's going to gravitate to you, you anyway. And yep. instead of wasting time on these guys that, aren't for you and pretty much a time wasters you could be getting into you you know what i'm saying so yeah i wish i was i was taught that and you know it's funny because up until the day i turned 18 that was me like i want boyfriend i want boyfriend i want to be married let me go study you know i'm all about marriage all about dating but yet not taking the time to step back okay so what is my purpose in life why did i put here what okay so i say i want a business so what am i supposed to start that like before or after i get married like i say i want to do all these things but yet i'm over here instead of focusing on trying to do these things i'm focused on in a relationship so that i most definitely agree with that up until i turned 18 that was completely me and i'm so glad somebody stopped me in my tracks because right now i probably would be married to someone that i'm not happy with not in love with and i probably have kids that i'm not even raising the right way so thank you for whoever stopped me in my tracks because it's a bunch of different people but thank you so much <laughs> dope <laughs> um oh is it my turn what was that pivotal moment that confirmed you entered womanhood, but you're still looking for it, right? Yeah. So for me, I feel like I kind of, it kind of started when I was 17. Okay. Because when I turned 17, my mom, my dad, like everyone in my family, they started treating me more and more like I was an adult. And the minute I turned 18, all the reins were loose and they were like, there you go, have fun. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> you're just going to kick me out like that? Like,
because you know what? I'm, I'm trying to fill out me being an adult, but I'm also your daughter. And I'm also still your baby girl. So we bump heads so much. But just both of them genuinely showing like, this is what it is. And it's going to look different from you, but here's the template. Here's the blueprint. You build upon this. So it was, yeah. Well, like I said, I'm still learning, but when I turned 17 is when they really started pushing me and it was like, oh yeah. And believe it or not, it was hard for them to do that too. It was oh, hard yes. for them to do that, but they had to. They know yes. you about to be grown, so. Yes. See, my, mom, <laughs> my mom, she she made sure she was the tough love instead of it being the other way around my mom she was the one who was the tough love and she she was really scared for me to go but she was pushing me to go because she said she wished that when she was younger that that's what her mom did to her mm-hmm. instead of instead of her being crippled and not knowing how to be an adult when she wasn't an adult so that is so she pushed me like she didn't she didn't kick me out the house but if, since I wa- already wanted to move she was like do it I'm all for it you go ahead you push you do it mm-hmm. and then my dad on the other hand he's like no my baby girl don't leave I don't want to leave like even when this whole corona stupidity started and for the time when for the U.S. Washington was the lead in cases my dad was like so you coming home do I need to see money for a plane ticket I was like no, why? Like I got a job. Like I live here. I freaking school. Like why am I coming back? But it, it, but he genuinely he he made sure to instill that in me. So when my mom was pushing me to chase my dreams, he was pushing me to make sure that I, I stay grounded and to know that I always have another place back home. But also, like you said, with the daddy issues, he made sure that I know my worth. So when I do get on my own, I'm not sitting here trying to have someone else have another man come in and complete me or take care of me or anything like that. So they did they did two very different things, but I thank God for both of them because I probably would have been a wreck had I moved here all along with no family, little money. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want to tell other women? Be patient with yourself. Mm. Be patient with yourself, you know, um, and make time for yourself, too. You know, we, we have so many changes, so many things we want to do. Got to do here, got to go there, got to be there for that person. Got to no, no, no. <laughs> you know, be, be patient with all these changes you want to make and this person you want to be. You know, it, it takes a minute. You didn't become or get those habits that you don't like overnight. This is something you've been doing for a while. You do, you didn't notice it because you were developing a habit, but now you notice it when you're reversing it. And you have to be patient with yourself. You know? So. That is big. Jesus Christ, you're speaking to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so true. It was funny. I was telling a friend of mine this morning, I was like, I got um, I literally roll out the bed and started working. I ain't had time to brush my teeth. I ain't had time to eat. I ain't had time to take a shower. I ain't had time to do nothing. But I'm already working. And my head is so focused. Up, like I said, once again, up until now, up until this exact moment, like I'm so focused on school. I'm so focused on work. But yet, I'm not taking the time. Who, who am I? Who am I in Christ? Who am I as a person? Like, what do I like to do? Because I say I want to get married. So, what baggage can I tolerate? What 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 kind of mindset do I want to have? What kind of work ethic? Like things like that that I'm not thinking about because I'm I'm not taking the time to be patient. I'm like, okay, so I do this, 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 this,
If y'all don't get her, get her. Be patient. Like, that is so true. And sometimes it's a blessing to just flow. You know, it's going to happen. But if you just flow with the spirit, pray to God, make your petitions known, ask him to leave you, and let him lead you. <laughs> Don't say, God, can you give me the roadmap? And then say, okay, well, so he give me the roadmap, I'm just going to go this way. No, just wait for, wait for him. to. Now, that is something I've learned growing up. Just wait for him to lead you and just flow. You'll get it. You might not get it when you want it, but you'll get it, you know? And, when, and while you're flowing and getting through that process, you're learning things about you, your environment, people, places, things, you know? So, yeah, be patient, wait. The, the Bible's always saying, wait for this. Wait, 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 wait. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. <laughs> I'm just crazy. I'm like, it says be patient. I was like, okay, so we just go skip that verse. <laughs> <laughs> No, it comes, it comes with practice. So don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> and my last question is: Well, we talked about this earlier, but since iron sharpens iron, what attributes do you look for in a sisterhood? So I say I want someone who's God focused. 
So I try to be gospel because I say I want someone who's going to be teacher and student. So I try to be teacher and student. I say I want someone who is going to inspire, who's going to love. So I try to be that person first because there's no way I can demand something of you that I'm not willing to do myself. So I most definitely am all for that ebb and flow, but I'm also for inviting the person that you want to see in your life. Like, nice. if you are a godly man, are you a godly woman? Mm. track business partners are you business partner material so man you speaking <laughs> you are so wise <laughs> that well, makes I, sense just <laughs> like just like we were talking about your grandma i genuinely i i really i the, the story of the children of israel really genuinely sits with me so for you to go around for all these years when you had person after person after person, how many chances has God given you when you're still not listening? Mm-hmm. I refuse to do that. I refuse to be that. I refuse to go through that. So any elder, any wise person in my life, whatever you have to teach, I want to learn because I refuse to sit here and waste all this time. Could nobody tell me your age and twenties? Could nobody tell me anything? And then I hit my thirties, and I was like, it started hitting me like, oh wow, this person told me this, this person told me that. I didn't start listening to my thirties, to be honest. And you're right, you're right, because then I looked back on my twenties and my thirties, like, dang, I wasted ten years going in circles when people was saw me running into that wall. I'm like, that's okay. I'm gonna stand on the wall. I'm gonna walk against the wall. Like, <laughs> so you. When I was younger, my mom, like, and, and this is the real reason why I do take the time to sit down and listen, because when I was younger, couldn't nobody tell me nothing. I did not care who you were. I did not respect authority, and I did not want to be told anything. Don't correct me. Nothing. Don't do not say anything to me. And that was my attitude. And for the longest time, my mom was like, you don't listen. You don't listen to anybody, whether they're trying to tell you good or bad. You don't listen to anybody. So how are you supposed to progress in life? And I'll never forget 16 in high school. I don't even remember what happened. 16 in high school. 
and something happened and that that rang in my head and I was like she, she right because literally had I listened to this person telling me this I could have avoided all of it mm-hmm. and from that point on I was like I'm not I, I have to listen because I cannot afford to be in my 50s and I'm still <laughs> like I'm still trying to do what I'm trying to do right now at, at 18 like uh uh-uh, at some point in time, you gotta get your life together. And I'm trying to get it together before I turn 40. Like, yeah. you know, I'm together, but whatever I can do, I want to do now instead of putting it off till later. And if that means listening to a bunch of people who have already done it, done. Right, because those people were placing your life for a reason. And I feel like they're angels warning you. Like, and, and that's what comes with wisdom to, to hear some, because some, some things you hear, you it is not pleasing to the ear. Some truth is not pretty but it's it's for the betterment of you you know and i and i learned that as well because i would get attitudes if someone told me the truth too like no and then later on i'm like man they was right though they was right i am hard-headed i do want to do what i want to do like later on it'll, it'll hit me so i'm on that road that you're on now at 37 like you know before 50 no this is gonna be done this is gonna be yeah. done you know so i'm glad that you're learning that early like that's dope you are really wise beyond your years something that you said and that i've been taught that my mom my mom would say this all the freaking time two things that she would say she says um the season 320 god can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ever think ask or imagine or pray Mm-hmm. And he is the intentional God. If I didn't learn anything else from my mom, those are the two things that she has always instilled in us. So wherever you are, something, no matter, anytime I go through anything bad and I tell my mom, she was like, step back. What were you supposed to learn from that? Mm-hmm. What did you lose from that? Evaluate the situation because God is strategic. He is intentional. So what have, why were you there? Why were you in, why were you connected with this person? Why are you talking to this person? There's a reason for everything because God is strategic and intentional. Nothing yes. happens in hand. He orchestrates it ever so perfectly. And if you miss it, you'll miss the people. You'll miss the lessons. You'll miss the connection. So you have to pay attention. And she drilled that into me. Anytime I come to her complaining about anything, she's like, step back. Why? Did you analyze it? Did you take the time to sit and really look? And I was like, I really didn't. You're right. I was like, let me go do my homework. <laughs> right? But that's, that's genuinely. So I, anywhere I go with anyone I connect with, what am I learning? Why am I here? What, what, what did I gain from this? Like, what am I losing from this? Like, how am I changing? Am I changing for the good? Am I changing for the bad? Like, I tried my hardest. So that is something that that woman has drilled in me for real, for real. Like, darn it, beat it in me. So I try my absolute hardest to make sure that, okay, God is strategic and intentional. There's a reason. There, there's a reason for my pain. So instead of me complaining mm-hmm. about it, why, what, 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 why is this here? Is it here to teach me? Is it here to open my eyes? Is it here to get my attention? Focus, focus, focus. Like, yeah that's 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 dope even with this this conversation this podcast what if you you'd have sent me the message on instagram and i just would have blew you off or i would have just gave you a a random thanks for listening to my podcast have a good day what if you know like what if i didn't follow my first mind and flow with a conversation with you you know what i'm saying like intentional there's a reason there's a reason that she sent me a message and that conversation actually 
help like lighten my spirits because I do miss my girl. It felt good, my you know, to just talk to someone. And then on top of that, I'm like, no one listens to my podcast. And then you were like, hey, I heard your podcast today. You know, so it was encouragement on top of encouragement, you know, and that that was meant to happen. But what if I was just like, like, playing into how I felt that day. It was like, oh, she, thanks for that, you know, it, it would have been more transactional, but instead we had an intentional conversation, which led to, led to this conversation where we're connecting and learning from one another. So yeah, you, you're absolutely right. Even me, too, at first I was like, I don't think I should send this to her. She's not going to respond. Nobody ever responds. And then when you did respond, like to just, just get to talk to you and even you helping me get out of my head, like it was much needed but honestly has it is so and that's something that my mom she says all the time she says think about what would have happened had you not mm. or think about what could happen if you don't so she's always one of those never be afraid to take a step because of your what if because things could turn out much different than it should have so instead of you so things because she she knows I want to get married. So something I can't talk. The thing that she says all the time. So what if you decided not to talk to that guy or not to go to that place? Your husband, your potential future husband, could have been there, but you decided not to do that instead of being bold and taking that step. So okay. I 100 percent with you. When I say we were both getting the curse that day, I was like, hold up, she did right. Let me calm down. Let me. But I took a step back. I was like. Yeah, it definitely was. It was. Um, and this is um, this is an additional question I ask everyone that's on my show. Um, if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be? Anything else you want to add to the conversation before we end? I don't even know. I don't, I don't want to keep talking, but we can do that later. <laughs> <laughs> but it genuinely is, it's, oh my God, it's been amazing to just sit here and not just talk to you, but to just learn and glean from you. Like, I genuinely, I, I'm so, so amazed and so honored to have had this opportunity. And I cannot wait to see what the future holds in store for us later on because we both gonna be doing big things and I cannot wait to be a backup like I knew her! 
same with you. I'm excited for your future. I can't. I cannot wait. Like I'm gonna be watching. <laughs> you are so in contact. Yeah. Tell me, tell me like, hey, 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 hey. I, I, I knew you when you was this way. I'm gonna need you to come all the way down. Like I'm gonna need somebody to reel me back in. Like. <laughs> yes, I just, I just want you to keep that spark. If I could tell you anything, keep that spark. Keep that spark. Keep that wisdom. Keep listening. You are on the right track. You are. You're gonna be just fine. You're gonna be just fine. So uh, we're we're gonna end it here, and I just want everyone until next time to remember to just be your own kind. Bye. Bye.